Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. From their awkward middle school years to founding Betches and beyond, get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Welcome to the newly revamped At Betches podcast. I'm Aileen Drexler. I'm Jordana Abraham. I'm Sammy Sage. And we're the founders of Betches Media. Ten years ago, the three of us started Betches together. And to mark our 10th birthday, we've decided to join together once again as the new permanent co-hosts of the At Betches podcast. This is the first of 10 episodes in this season, where we'll be revisiting the last 10 years of our journey together sounds like The Bachelor, with the full story of how we got here. Before we were business partners, we were friends. And that doesn't just mean college roommates turned business partners. We've been friends since all the way back in elementary school. Throughout this 10-episode season, we'll be exploring themes like dealing with a quarter-life crisis, dating and trying to find a life partner, and figuring your shit out. But first, we want to go back to the beginning. This episode is all about friendship, and more specifically, where our friendship began. Many of you probably know our story already, but for those who don't, or those who may not know the whole story, we thought it would be fun to revisit our first time at meeting each other. So let's go back to the start of our story together. We're traveling back to the early 2000s when we were basically like in fifth grade and talk about how we met. Well, there's three of us. So we all met at different, different like ways. It wasn't like a three people. Right. Sammy and I lived in Roslyn like our whole lives. So I don't really remember like meeting you, but I've definitely we went to the same elementary school and I've definitely like just known yeah. of you for like, I can't remember a distinctive moment when yeah. someone was like, this Sammy is <laughs> <laughs> no, right. but I my, my early memories of you are actually from Temple Beth Shalom Hebrew School. I remember you as the girl with the really curly hair who was in a different class. <laughs> Wow, that's so funny that I used to be like the girl with the really curly hair. I your, mean, screen that's, name, that's your, your screening curl was Curl Girl. girl. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that, but that, so that is just sort of my earliest like memory, I guess. Of, of, but it's not like we ever had to be introduced. That's like, really officially. funny. I've like scrapped that curly hair persona from my Yeah, my you, scrapped memory. A lot of, you scrapped a lot of your childhood persona. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you you had a re you 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 did a re-image. What's it called when somebody a has makeover. like a up? makeover? You had a makeover. I did have I did have a makeover. Change um, your passport, everything. No, um, I met I met you, Jordana. I was new. I moved to Rosalind in fifth grade. I was the new girl, and this is like, this is like Mean Girls, like Eddie Aaron. Um, I moved to <laughs> Rosalind in fifth grade. You get socialized, all right. A little slice like you. <laughs> You and I were not in the same class. I was in Mr. Billy's class. And um, we met, though, on in graduation day, right? But we were yeah. friends all year. And our moms introduced us because our moms knew each other from the hospital because they're both OBGYNs. And, Jordana, you didn't like me. <laughs> well, I yeah, I was definitely like, I was probably one of the mo- more awkward children, I feel like. We we were. We both. On the, sca- yeah. Same. On the scale yeah. of awkwardness. Incredibly so I was awkward. like... <laughs> feel like the friendships were weird you were like friends with my friend i was like worried about like you taking my friend away (laughs) but then next year it was like so that was our fifth grade elementary school graduation the next year we entered sixth grade middle school and i was in your home ec class with you and another girl that we were both like kind of friends with so eventually we like kind of like stopped being friends with that girl and became friends (laughs) with each other yeah (laughs) 
And I invited you to come to my house to make crepes. <laughs> this is like my first dating story, almost. Like Alien was like, no, you didn't even invite me. You were like, does anyone want to come to my house? I got a crepe maker. She said, does anyone want to come to my so house? Jordana, and make crepes? Like, and I was like, hands. I am such I was a like, loser. <laughs> no, and I was like, she didn't want to be too vulnerable and get risk rejection yeah. from Jordana. <laughs> I was like into you. I didn't really like crepes. As you know, I'm not a huge dessert person. But I was like, I kind of like faked it as I would later do in dating. <laughs> to, to, um, <laughs> but I, I wasn't. I just went wanna, to your house. Yeah. You went to my house. Also, nobody else said they wanted to come. I remember asking you directly, but I was just disclaimer. I was making crepes for French class, not like yes. for my own personal. Like <laughs> you, got I, crepe, you got a crepe maker. It was like a big deal. They gave me one. They, they lent me one. The school? To make it for my, for my project. That's I so nice of the them. school was lending out crepe makers. Roslyn, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was before the embezzlement scandal, so probably so you know you're well funded. <laughs> yeah, they have a crepe maker on hand for loaning. We'll that for the budget. To sixth graders. <laughs> I think Miss Maltash just lent her personal crepe maker. That was nice of her. Teachers do often have to pay for their own school supplies. So, <laughs> <laughs> so okay. So Sammy, how did we meet? Okay, I remember. So I lived in Flower Hill, like specifically and there were very few like people like kids my age in flower hill so when i i remember like my mom telling me like a girl your age moved around the corner like you can meet her on the bus but i also made my mom drive me my actually my grandma drive me to school every day so so i never went on the bus (laughs) but my i remember we met it must have been maybe sammy's the same as childhood it was on the bus (laughs) it was like an eight on the bus but i i I be, remember our f- being friends when we were in eighth grade, like eighth going grade. to your house. I remember you got an iPod and I was like, oh my God, she's so cool. She got an iPod and I immediately went home and asked for one. Um, I have a crepe maker and an iPod. <laughs> yeah, Aileen. <laughs> Aileen was like the uh, Regina George. Yeah. <laughs> no, she was not. We were all not cool. We were um, so but- <laughs> But but then but then we like really became friends in like eighth grade and we would like watch movies and go to the movies and um like cause yeah. trouble in school. It's, yeah, <laughs> trouble, quote unquote. Yeah. It, it was it's so funny to me like to think back that your mom in when we were like twelve said yeah. that she there's a girl who moved and that was me and then like fast forward to like uh, two days ago when your mom is like messaging me congrats or something it's oh, just well, so yeah. crazy how time is just like it happens I don't know. oh my god like it's it just goes emotional. so fast but you can remember these tiny little memories and you're just like all of a sudden an older person I don't know it's wild yeah it really is I just remember being in middle school Jordana and we took the late bus because our parents didn't pick us up or we were doing some yes. after school activity and I'd always have to tell the bus driver where you lived <laughs> Yeah, I did not know geography very well. Um, <laughs> Although you were, and then turns out you were like amazing at Sporkle later in your life. Yeah, that's but a that's different like, type of geography. Like, you, only like you, that's like useless geography. This is, like, <laughs> this is, no, she doesn't have a good sense of direction is the, is what it is. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I guess that's like the really early um, memories. And then Sammy, I feel like I like wasn't in that many classes with you until like senior year we were both on the newspaper sammy was the editor-in-chief of the <laughs> roslyn hilltop beacon jordana um, was the editorials editor so we were really prepping ourselves honestly for for today there we go yeah and you were um you were definitely intense but you were you were you were also very fun thank so you it was like, I, yeah. I i really feel like i was very i was a very i'm still 
I'm much less intense now than I used to be, but I was very intense as a child. Um, like just so obsessed with getting into Princeton. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if I could tell the Princeton story. Yeah, you could tell the Princeton story. So Sammy didn't did not get into Princeton. I'm Clearly. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to relive your childhood trauma. Oh my god. She really wanted she really wanted to go to Princeton. She didn't get in. And my one of my earliest, like we were we were like we were like friendly. I don't know if we we were like we were no, like we friends, were, but we weren't like super we weren't like ridiculously close. We were friendly. Right. We did a lot of like school stuff together. I remember I remember you sat like diagonal behind me in English class in eleventh grade, and that's when we like became friends. Like that's when we like got a rapport. Yes, for sure. We yeah. definitely had a rapport. I feel like we would hang out too. Yeah, we did hang. Like, we started to hang out like eleventh and twelfth grade. Yes. No, but we. I thought we were all like in English class in the same we were, English class. We were, but it's not like we were like close. Like okay. you and me were close because we like lived near each other. But right. it's not like the three of us were a trio at that right. point. Right. I remember. <laughs> I remember when in in middle school in that class, like the T. I would. I was ta- sitting next to you, Jordana, and I wouldn't. We wouldn't stop talking. And then was it Ms. Zini? Yes. And she was like. She was like. Um, separate you, Aileen. I'm separating you. Ghosted over there, and she moved me, and then she sit, sat me next to oh Sammy, and we like evil laughed. We're yeah, like, I remember. Did she know. <laughs> I remember. Right. I actually remember you sitting behind me in that class, and then, and like us. I have this distinct memory of sitting in like the front row on the side and you yeah. were behind me. And like, I think she gave away the ending of the movie. Primal she gave fear. away primal fear. Like, but there was like, something else. No, she gave did, away like, a like, mock trial. Maybe she gave away the ending to the book, like the giver. She both. was like, and it's red. Both. Yeah. Both. Something like color. <laughs> <laughs> She she gave away both like two cut like two twisted Very endings. Important. She's gonna come after us for slander. It's but- <laughs> not slander. It's true. We it happened. There. But Sammy, okay, go, let me go back go, to the oh, Princeton right. story. Okay, the Princeton. so Sammy didn't get into Princeton. I'm in the I'm in the um, editorial. I'm in the the newspaper like after school room, and you come in, and it's like the day you didn't get into Princeton. You have your keys, and you come in, and you're like so mad you take your keys and you just threw them against the wall <laughs> that was like i would think that was yeah. like the peak of your intensity and then that after was. that you really chilled out after after that yeah honestly like okay after i didn't get into princeton i was just like what's the point of anything i have to go to cornell now <laughs> i'm kidding no but that was like what i was like at that time aileen i'm surprised you didn't bring up my fucking pink cashmere sweater yet i like, was waiting okay 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 <laughs> i had a strong brand as a child <laughs> I was like the kid. Okay, if you watch the politician, that I actually really um, resonate with his whole like he gets he's like so intense he has to be the school president and then he doesn't get to be and he like kind of like gets like lazy in college like that's when I started smoking weed like after <laughs> after not immediately after not getting to Princeton but like later in that in senior year. Do you think it was good for you looking back? I do. I do think it was probably good for me looking back. I mean, I don't, it's hard to say. Well, I mean, like you might have gone in and like had that and like just been a really intense person and like. Right. I don't maybe think had it a would've... mental breakdown later in life. So. I, I think so. I think that it probably like knocked me down like the appropriate amount, like in the intensity. I really feel like I used to be like a type A person and now I'm not really. Well, it's just so yeah. funny, like that throwing of the keys, yeah. like it, like it really just you all that pent up like anger and like everything that you were like working towards, you just like yeah. took it out on that wall, yeah. and then it was just like, all right, now I can chill out. Now it's pretty funny. Yeah, but yeah, you used to wear this like pink um, tweed. Not no, it tweed. wasn't tweed. It was cable net. 
cable net I still sweater. Have a sweater. And um, you took it to college. I remember distinctly driving around in your Lincoln, go to the mall, and you wore it, <laughs> and talking about how badly you need to go to Princeton. And I was like, uh-huh, sure. <laughs> you know. um, our lives could have really gone in such separate ways. Like, Jordana, you wanted to go to Northwestern, I remember, like, really badly. Sammy, you yeah. could have gone yeah. to Princeton. <laughs> well, I, um, wanted, I actually wanted to go to Brown, which is weird. Um, I because my brothers went that. there, and I didn't get I didn't get into Brown. I applied early, and I didn't get in. Um, and we then I got into Northwestern, and I was like really excited to go. And then I got into Cornell, and my mom was like, "Oh, this is like thirty thousand dollars a year cheaper. You're going to go to Cornell." And I was yeah. annoyed, yeah. but worked out. Yeah, that's what my parents said. They were like, "You're going to a state school, or going to state or an Ivy League state subsidized school." There's only one and of those. And it's exactly. <laughs> Exactly, because like you got it to Harvard, your, pa- your parents yeah they wanted that yeah but okay like it. my you okay you guys used to talk about intensity I was an intense in eighth grade I would like cry I would like shred tests and put them in like the toilet so my parents wouldn't find out I got like a B and Jordana used to sing at me like in like on the seventh to- grade bus like I tried so hard. <laughs> I tried That's so like my favorite memory. And in the end, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> That's like I thought I was saying that to you when you were trying to snowboard and kept falling. You, no, you continued it on <laughs> through my life. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was you saying pink at me. You sang pink at me. Oh. So it was a pink. Song. No, Lincoln Park was specifically around my school grades. And um, it's be- it, it was true. I cared so much about the s- smallest thing, like my interim report, my like behavior report. reports. Wait, like, and I- then so I got like burnout and like in 10th to 11th grade, I didn't even want to study for SATs. All of that shit. I just didn't care anymore. It's just, I just distinctly remember like caring so much. Sammy, just like you, but at the yeah. wrong period of my life. <laughs> the Lincoln Park story is my favorite memory of yours, other than the era of confusion story, which I think is just that's a great so story. Funny. Well, okay, yeah. so you yeah, should tell that one. You and it's I, also about you and I plays did deals together where I was like, what was it? You teach me AP. Gov. I was good at like social studies and history and you were good at like science, science and math. So, I was so yeah. bad. It's, I was so, so you would like tutor me for AP science stuff and I would help you with. Um, so there was a time history. when we were sitting in my like bedroom and you were like teaching me got like it was no, it was history. It was AP Euro. And you were like telling me about like this time in Russia. <laughs> and it was like you told me about this like era of confusion. <laughs> When everyone was just really confused and I just like went with it. And I think you thought it was true. I think and I then, thought it was true too. And then yeah. we both were just oh, like, did. I, did. Yeah. I thought you made it up. There was some sort of era. I got the name <laughs> wrong. It was like an era of something in like ancient <laughs> European history of troubles. Yes. That might have been Yes. Yes. Is that and, a real and, thing? And, There's and something was, like that. There was some, I was like, I mean, Jordana, I was like, Jordana, like, what, what were they confused about? And you're, you're just like, you know, they were just really confused. And I was like, can we double check that? <laughs> I feel like I was ahead of Kylie Jenner in that way. Like, that's something she would probably like. I just feel like everyone is 2021 is really confused. <laughs> Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. 
I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable and it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery soft, custom-milled Luna Lux Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Aileen, do you remember when we used to go to the JCC together and this was like, we were like yeah, on the, we were on say. the elliptical, I think at like, well, how old were we? We were, okay, we were going in eighth grade, ninth grade, uh, maybe. Probably like. We were, we'd go to the JCC. I feel like we had to be 14, 14 to 15, go to the JCC or something. Ninth, tenth grade. And we would work out to like lose weight and we'd go on the elliptical for like an hour. And we would compete with and- each other about how many calories we burned. <laughs> We would like literally yes. compete and I'd be like, I don't understand. We've been on here the same amount of time. How is your number so much higher? And like, I was, I just remember being like, I don't understand what I'm doing. You would fuck with me in like these really small ways. <laughs> and then like later, I think we're just like, I don't know. I don't know I what's just happening. Me, like secretly like pushing was, the resistance I was shadily, up. I was shadily increasing the resistance on my own bike, making it harder <laughs> for myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I could beat Jordana. <laughs> um, yeah, you would do that. Competitive, you do that. I was. We would. It's like we used to have every single class together. So I feel like we'd start off cool in like first period, and then by ninth <laughs> period, you were getting like a little annoyed with me. <laughs> do you remember? That? Yeah, but it, we were but like it was still fun by the end of the day. Yeah, <laughs> fight about co- a cookie, the cookie. Remember? Yes, I remember the. It's weird that I I remember the cookie incident. I got you. You asked me to get you a cookie. We, the, our school had really good chocolate chip cookies. I you asked me to get you a cookie makers. from the. This is probably like your anxiety speaking of like you being your burnout. You, really, you asked me to get you a cookie from the cafeteria, so I brought it to our ninth period class, and you took it, and you were like, "What is this cookie? This is such a shitty cookie. Like, why would you get me this cookie?" <laughs> Oh my god! I was so stressed out. My, my mom was driving me nuts. Did so you get yeah, the wrong like flavor or like a like an ugly cookie of the flavor that you asked? I don't know. For. I'm sorry. I don't remember what was wrong with it. It's okay. I've I've <laughs> forgiven you. I we were we yeah we had there was one year when we had every single class every single class together and but one of the questions is like do you have a distinct memory and I just like to have a distinct memory of us walking down the hall and like you would also try to fuck with me you'd be like try to hold my hand or like you do the thing and I like can you please stop it you would like do things that you're like like yeah you would you would like talk out really funny scenarios but never actually do them and like that's just how we got through school it was like so fun totally i feel like i was like fucked with by like my sister becky and then i would oh like my i would like use some of her tactics on you <laughs> i remember becky coming into like our i think it was like 10th grade chemistry class and she would come yes. in and fuck with our teacher we were all in that class, class together yes oh we were girls yes she called she would also fuck with jordana she would right? fuck with Do everyone my in cigars? the class. She would say, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, she'd come in to Don't fuck, smoke to them. 
<laughs> she would shout that into my like she classrooms. walked into the class and say <laughs> and yeah. then miss charles would be like miss Be- becky what are you doing here and you would be and she would be like i'm just uh jordana do you have my cigar <laughs> That was actually like the most fun class. It's really, it's such a shame to think back though. Like me personally, maybe you feel the same way, Sammy, about like taking shit so seriously back then. Agreed. And like when looking back now, it was like such a fun, funny time. And the stresses were like fake. The stresses were like, yeah, they were so, I, I ripped my tests and flushed them down the toilet because I was scared my parents would see. Oh my God. And I feel like that's how stressed out. Sorry about the cookie. I really am. I just- <laughs> now I understand it. It's funny. I'm looking back at you as like um, a real adult. And now I like get it. Yeah. It's it's like so stressful. Like it's just it's, it's not worth it. Like Linkin Park was right. <laughs> Linkin Park was really- right. That should be the title of this episode. <laughs> yeah. It really wasn't worth it. But at least like when I look back, like I do really love our childhood because like we we weren't like cool we didn't like have like cool guy friends like at least me no (laughs) and like we were just kind of like we saw all all had the same kind of sense of humor and we just like laughed through it even though we were so stressed and we like just kind of had a good time I think like we made even though we were so kind of taking it so seriously we did make the most of it I felt Right. It's yeah, so definitely. weird how like your whole childhood just sort of revolves around school or like, I know. like if or if even if it's not school, it's like school well, sports for or, us. Like, anyway, I feel like the environment that we were in was like you had one goal and it was to get into like the best college that you possibly could. I don't know if that was totally. everyone in Rosalind's goal, but I feel like we were in a I think we, people that that I think, was like the I think that was number the one goal. I think that was the culture, but I don't think that like necessarily everybody cared, but we, we all definitely bought into it and cared. We definitely cared a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I no, think, I, I think that was the, I think that was, that is the culture of, of the, our, where we went to school. Like, I think that is, that's still the same. Like I, so I married um, someone who also went to Roslyn and his mom always like talks about still like, Oh, col- where is a good school that goes to good colleges? And, you know, fe- feeder schools to good Ivy leagues and, and shit like that. Like that is what they ingrain in you really early on. Like they, they do like the high school teachers are also SAT tutors are also college tutors. So yeah. it's like, it, they, they make you join like clubs. Like Jordana, you and I were like the co-presidents of the pure aids educator club. We oh, tried yeah. to, we tried why? to start. What do you think about <laughs> it? Like why? We, we were in band until 12th grade. I played the, okay. Played the, I played the saxophone. Jordana fake played the clarinet. She didn't have a read for so, like two years. Okay. There were two, there were two in, in high school. There was like the marching band, which was like the only band that the teacher cared about. And then there was like the people who didn't want to be in marching band who just wanted to keep playing fake playing these instruments so they could put it on their college resume which was like exactly me and aileen and so i didn't even like have a read for my clarinet that whole senior year so i would just like put it in my (laughs) my clarinet in my mouth and just like pretend to play and he didn't really even care but he did say i remember him making an announcement like if you're not gonna play your (laughs) instrument like it's fine but don't like hum (laughs) (laughs) were you humming I was like, because like when the whole band was playing, I thought I would like make a noise. I don't know. He was like, and I guess I assume no one could tell because their band was playing. So he was like, it's fine. Just don't play, but like, don't be like singing. (laughs) 
remember that so distinctly because I was like across from you, like clarinet played across from saxophone. <laughs> and I would like, <laughs> they, he said, said that. <laughs> he said that and I knew he was talking to Jordana. <laughs> And I like couldn't stop laughing, but I knew if I started laughing, I'd give it away. That <laughs> I knew it was her, a professional oh clarinetist. God. I was. Oh. I did not become. I honestly can't believe you guys stayed in band so long. Like that's Until like senior so, year. We graduated. Quit, we heard it was like good to put on your like on college, your college application. Resume. So we were like, right. yeah, we'll do this. Plus, band was a joke. You could like do whatever you wanted. Right. I, right. That's like why I kind of. That's like kind of why I did everything, which is so weird. That's what I when mean. When you think about so it now, I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't even really matter, like, where you go to college. Like, you don't need to go to an Ivy League school. It's so stupid. Yeah, it just, like, drives – and, and it's expensive and it drives your, like, fucking life for the rest of it afterwards. It, but, yeah, it leads to, like, perfectionistic tendencies that are, like, not actually good for the real world. Yeah, Jordana, you, so you, you and I tried to start a like political, a political science club, science but we didn't club. know what political science meant. <laughs> did you Google what is political science? No. Well, we yeah, did. we did, but we still didn't really get Jordana, it. Was that we... your brother's idea? I think it was. Yeah, yeah it was. That's, yeah. That's he's, like, he's like, you want to get into college, you got to start a club. I was yeah. like, well, what yeah. clubs does the school not have yet? <laughs> That's exactly what we did. Exactly. And we both went to like the interim principal after like the scandal the embezzlement scandal, which everybody should can go watch what happens on HBO. Yeah, we can't it's, explain it. There's a movie about it, though. There's a movie about it. What's it called again? It's bad called? Education. Yes. Bad Education with Hugh Jackman. Um, so after that, they like put it in an interim principle. And we were like sitting in his office and like we were like pitching like this club that we didn't know what it was. <laughs> and he was just like sort of picking his nose in front of us. It was just like the most awkward meeting we've ever had. And we were like, yeah, no, I don't think that anything happened there. Did he say no? I like don't remember. I don't remember. I think he like left it. He was like, come back with a more detailed outline. And we were like, oh, forget it. (laughs) Never (laughs) did that before. (laughs) Never did that again. Forget that. Yeah. Do you remember what was the like eating mozzarella sticks by the band room like point? In sixth grade, we would do that. We didn't want to sit in the cafeteria. Again, we were really cool. And <laughs> we didn't want to sit with everyone else. So we just went outside the band room and ate our mozzarella sticks. Alone. Alone. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It was sad. Was it sad? I think we like, we had fun. Yeah, no, it was fun. But like from, like if your parents found out that that was yeah, happening. Yeah, they'd be like, why are you, like, do we need to like give you a therapist or something? <laughs> yeah it was it was sad but it's all good it was fun it drove those stories I remember very specific things about it about how like you would get mad that I got all the stretchy cheese (laughs) mozzarella sticks oh yeah those were definitely healthy (laughs) Uh, yeah good times though really good times so Dana's our producer and she will be asking us uh, some questions later on for a game but also she wants to know do we think that there's a secret to staying friends for so long? I don't, don't think know. we ever like went into it. Like we need to like, yeah. it's like, okay, make it's, sure. Right. It's not like a almost, I feel like with like romantic relationships, there's a sense of like how to make a Commitment. relationship last and commit yeah. and whatever. But with friendships, I don't know if we ever like set out to do that, but I do think that like we naturally just got along, had a similar like sensibility, had a similar, obviously a similar like 
absurd drive that didn't necessarily make any sense. So I think that probably brought us together. Well, also like the circumstances, like we were like, okay, growing up in the same town, like being friends in the same town, like easy, but then ending up in the same college together, that was kind of a coincidence. And, but because we were similar, I think we gravitated to each other. Um, and then and we lived together and yeah, I, Right. And we chose to live together. And then, well, then we joined the same sorority. Oh, right. And I right. think that also helped. We were then we're doing a lot of the same social things. Yeah. But if we didn't like each other, we wouldn't do those things. Right. Like you wouldn't. Right. Care like you wouldn't have chosen person. to live in the same room in the <laughs> intern out of Adam. Sammy, like, we lived in the same room because we had we well, we wanted to live in the same room. We also got the last room pick because we had no points. <laughs> do you remember? Yeah. You, me and Amanda. Yeah, we didn't give a shit about, like, the competition for the the room. But, like, we definitely had the most fun room. And then we ended up with the biggest room. Yeah, like, I took magically. my own mini room. But yeah. I do I do think definitely the circumstances and also where we're from. Like, we, we stayed in the New York area. And, like, people from our high school and, like, just more very specifically from our high school, they always come back, like, during winter breaks. I know, like, a lot of groups in our, like, not just our year, but, like, year older – and younger they like come back and to their parents home and they like hang out with their friends from high school on like all the breaks and it's just kind of it's like a convenient thing the par- parents obviously love it and it's just because if we were if we like moved across if we went to school across the country maybe we wouldn't have sort of to have that same like relationship well, I also think like the circumstances, because there were a lot of people from our town also in our college, we ended up kind of combining our like home friends and school friends, which just made it convenient to like right. everything sort of just worked. Right. I would say like in terms of like, what's the secret? Like it definitely is easier when like all your everyone, you know, hangs out together because then it's just like there's more opportunities to see each other and to like hang out and have like intimate moments i would say it is pretty convenient that like our that like our friends are both our home friends and our school friends that worked out nicely yeah, yeah. it's great i do think the secret though is is on top of that is like we have a same sense of humor we like find a lot of the same things funny we have a sa- a similar sense in like whether or not we we agree about a lot of things, we have a similar sense in like what we like to watch or like what we like to talk about. And that, and also because we've been friends for so long, because we like have these lived experiences of like childhood, we like have an understanding of each other that like you might not have with someone you meet. Totally. Yeah. I'm also going to throw out a theory that I've discussed with, um, with our friend Julia. We have like a really high rate in our of friends whose either parents or grandparents fled some sort of persecution. Like I can like, okay, true. No, like I'm saying like, there's like, if you, I would say it's like six or seven out of like 11 people. Like, interesting. So I wonder, and she, like she and I've talked about this in the past. Like it is a little bit weird that you have so many of that background, even though it's all not from like the same place that you have so many people of the same sort of like circumstance in one group. That is true. And it's very interesting. But also there's a large group of our friends whose parents are divorced. And there's, there's that there's that 
uh, as well. Is there a large man or is it just the three of us? I I actually think it's just the three of us. (laughs) Okay. um, One more friend. One more friend. Um, so, okay. <laughs> so yeah. there's that. But the, 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 the persecution is very interesting. Like my parents came from the USSR because they were like persecuted as Jews and they had to immigrate here like one year before I was born. And I'm like amazed that I ended up in Roslyn. I know um, all the places. <laughs> yeah. All the places. Like I just landed in Roslyn, but because, but it's not, but it's not like my, I, I moved so many times before fifth grade. And that was like kind of where my parents landed because they wanted like this American dream for me. Um, they wanted you to be really intensely competitive in eighth grade. Yes. Like Russian Jews, a, a really good school for college. They wanted me to go to college. And um, that's exactly why we moved there. Like there's no there's no um, coincidence in terms of that. I mean, yeah, Jordan and I both have some Holocaust surviving grandparents. Yeah. So actually, like a few of our friends do as well. So it's it's and other forms of coming from other countries, too, which is so interesting. Or even if it wasn't that it was like they they fled something else. Right. Yeah. We're, that uh, is very interesting. I think it gives we you should, a sense of humor. I think so too. <laughs> a sense of humor, a sense of drive and survival. <laughs> yeah, a sense of like grounding, like a sense of yeah, like a, 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 an alertness, kind of a less of a sense of entitlement. Yeah, and like a more a drive for what like a, you have to work for what right. you want yeah. rather than you're just it's just given to you or like work for security is really yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. And then I think the last question that we were going to go over is actually really interesting, too, in terms of how we managed to remain friends and business partners, since that does tear a lot of people apart. And I think, I mean, like, it's funny because, like, we definitely have had, like, tensions in our friendship. And then, like, you know what I mean? Like, over the past 10 years building this company, like, it's hard to completely separate the two. But I actually feel like this pandemic has been, like, really, in some ways, like, in some ways good for our friendships in a way that like it allows us to have because they say like if you were working with your husband you would have like business time and then you'd have like personal time and I think like um being able to interact like more like to se- it allows us to separate them more where we can have more yeah. personal conversations and more business conversations and they're not all meshed into like one thing right I, I feel like it is just sort of like any relationship like even a romantic relationship where you have like times when you're like really aligned, really into each other. And then times when you're just like feeling a little bit more distant or like annoyed or like whatever it is. Like, I just think it's sort of like, it's natural. It's all part of like But I think life. We, we, we also try really hard because we also have the same group of friends or similar right. group of friends. We try to like turn off work as much as we can when yeah. we're with those friends. And I think we've done a pretty good job of that. And I mean, sometimes we'll like have some work conversations because it's inevitable and we can't help it. But does I mean, I'm pretty I'm pretty amazed that we have stayed friends and like we wanted to do this podcast again. Like we this yeah, wasn't we because like, we thought we were we had to. We like pitch this to our own team yeah. and we were like, we want to do this again because we because of the pandemic, we have we've been in the same room basically working. We didn't have separate offices for like basically 10 years almost i mean we yeah we we're not in our office so we still technically 
exactly. don't so at this, the moment. Yeah. So this last year we've been separated for the first time. And that's maybe why we wanted to do this. Like, I'm saying we missed each other. Ponder. <laughs> no, I think yeah. we missed each other. And I think that like, again, like when we're all in one room all day, we're not really sure. Like you can be having a personal conversation and then like, you have to go record a podcast or you have to go into a serious meeting. So it like they become like very enmeshed. And I think this it's like when we're on a Zoom founder meeting, we're talking about work. But then when we're like, you know, talking to each other personally, we're talking like talking about more personal stuff. I don't think it was particularly healthy. And I mean, there's reasons why we were all in the same room. But like, I don't think it was like totally that healthy for like three, like 30 year olds to be working at a fucking huge desk mega desk desk. like it's so like when you think about that like when you're you're working with your friends from childhood at the same desk every day for 10 years it's kind of when you think about it like it's not like you need a boundary we made it work we did and and it's the the irony or i don't know if irony is the right word but we we right before the pandemic we like signed a lease to move into a larger office and um we worked on it for a while before and then all of a sudden oh shit and that office was like wow it's our first time when we have separate offices this is going to be amazing we're finally like going to have some distance from each other and then i'll give you distance <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker, and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it, too, from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years, and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. 
Now it's time for the Dear Betches listener email of the week, brought to you by Affirm. Shopping is a lot less stressful when you've got Affirm on your side. With no late fees or hidden charges, Affirm tells you exactly how much you'll owe and when you'll be done paying. So you can make the perfect purchase today with no gotchas tomorrow. The subject of our first email this season is, what are the rules for being a good friend when it comes to dating an old friend's ex? This email comes from a listener of another one of our podcasts, but you can submit your questions to podcast at Betches.com. In the coming weeks, we'll be fielding questions about college life, dating, career, starting a business, podcasting, you name it. So be sure to send in your questions too. Sammy, do you want to read our first email? Of course. I love to read. Matilda over here. Dear Betches, I have a question about girl code. Our ex is off limits forever. Here's the backstory. I was best friends with this girl in high school seven years ago, and we drifted when we all went to college and no longer kept in touch. During that time, she dated this kid from our hometown for less than a year. They broke up, and now she lives with her new boyfriend for the past couple of years. Now, I recently moved back to Boston, and she reached out. We met up for drinks and caught up trying to rekindle an old friendship. Well, her old boyfriend also reached out to me after seeing I'd moved to the area, and after talking for a while, he asked me out. I did decide to go, and it went great. We had an awesome time, and the night ended with a kiss, and we made plans to hang out again. I really liked him. I can't help but wonder, am I breaking some girl code since he previously dated my friend? We weren't friends when they dated. I don't know anything about the relationship they had or why they broke up. I know her, and I know she will be mad if she finds out. I'm torn. Do I be a good friend to an old friend or try it out with this kid I'm super interested in? Our ex-boyfriend's off limits forever. Signed, Girl Code Betch. Ex-boyfriends are just off limits to friends. friends. (laughs) I yeah, mean, like, wonder. it doesn't seem like they're that close of friends. And it seems like she, it seems like a really long time ago. It's just I funny that they both ro- reached out yeah. to her at the same time. Like, do you think it was like a plan? <laughs> How long <laughs> like, have they been broken up? They've been broken up for seven. She, she dated, said- she dated the kid in high school, it seems. And it's been seven years. It seems like it because she's been living with her new – the girl has been living with her new boyfriend for the right. past couple of years. I think what you would want to ask yourself is like if I was no longer friends with this person, if this person decided not to be my friend, how much would I care? How much would it upset me? That's like right. the first – I think that's the first question. It doesn't seem like this is like that close of a person. It seems like someone you fell out of touch with and then you like got drinks and – Maybe you text a little bit. The but friend, also, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would I would honestly just be Maybe honest. Like, this girl reached out to her. Just be like, next time you say like, hey, full transparency, I want to give you a heads up. Like, I just went on a date. Like, this is a kind of a huge coincidence, but I just went on a date with this guy. I remember you like saw him for a little bit um, after high school or right during college. Yeah. After, after high school. So I don't. Don't ask for permission at all. Just say, like, I'm giving you a heads up. Right. And see what she says. If she's weird about it and doesn't want to hang out after, like. But if you, but like Jordana said, like, if you are, you don't want her to stop reaching out to you and you like her more than the potential of dating this guy, then I would just kind of not go there with the guy. I agree. Yeah. I think that that's, that's really good advice. Like weigh your options and like if again i think you should be really straightforward and just so she doesn't feel like you're being shady and you're not doing anything wrong but i think it's it's a nice gesture i don't think you have to but i think it's a nice gesture to give her like a heads up and just let her know um that you're seeing the person and if she's really i I, she's seeing someone new for and she lives with them for two years i do kind of think like 
she might not really care. Aileen, I feel like you're the you're the only one of the three of us who had a high school boyfriend. Let's say someone you like don't really speak to now, like often, but like occasionally run into told you that they were dating uh, your boyfriend from high school. Would you like stop speaking to her or be upset? If if it was one of you guys, no, or, no, no. She's, we're not. Like, we're not the same. Someone level. you didn't keep t- in touch someone with that much. No, I but wouldn't. You like, but you would occasionally see. Let's see. Say. Um, well, it depends. <laughs> it depends who this person is. Like, I don't know. I obviously have no feelings for this person whatsoever. But <laughs> obviously. But um, I probably would feel like just like a little bit weird about it. But I wouldn't like I wouldn't take it personally, like at all. Like I wouldn't be mad at this girl at all. I would just not sure if I could like if I if we're going to be like best friends, because I also right, don't right. know. Because like, you might not want to see him. You don't want to hang around with the new, yeah. the ex-boyfriend. It would be awkward. Right. Yeah. But I'm saying if like you not, were, if you were so was like, not close was, that you would just like, maybe you saw her like once a year at something you both happened to be at. I think like it wouldn't be like offensive that she was dating your high school. No, boyfriend. no, no, not at all. Like not at all. Um, it, it also depends on like how serious their fling was, you know, like, but it wouldn't like, I would be pissed if you guys did. I don't think we would. Yeah, I think that would be really <laughs> no, weird. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> um, but like th- this person, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would care zero. Well, it really sounds thing. like you kind of would care. Like, the, like just like, I'm getting a vibe like you care. No, because I don't want to hang out with them. Right, right. Definitely. Well, that's the only reason. I right. would care because I was like, oh, now after this person has to be around. Right. Totally. Because then you're just reminded of yourself constantly. And like yeah. you're, you don't you don't need like just right. because just because you're over like completely over it doesn't mean you need to have that in your life 24 7 here's my here's my test about like whether yeah. or not it would be okay if you okay. saw the person if you ran into the person and had a conversation with them on the street like you ran into them somewhere random and you would text this person being like oh my god i just Ooh. ran into do you mean the like, guy or the girl do you mean no. a boyfriend or the friend i'm saying the fr- let's say the friend ran into this girl's ex like on the street and they had a conversation catch up if they're close enough that she would text this girl and be like, ran into Jim. Like we, you know what I mean? Like, had, like yeah. so funny seeing him, like r- such a random thing. Like if they're close enough that she would text her saying that she saw the ex, like I would text you if I ran into your ex-boyfriend and we like had a conversation, I would definitely text you. Then I think that's a sign too close a, back too off. Close. But that's a good if point. I had like, if I completely separate them and I'm like, or I'm not close enough that I would ever text you because of your, like as I ran into your ex, then I think it's okay. That's a great. That's a great test. The would you text yeah. test? You yeah. would you text that friend? Because if I ran into any of ex. your exes, I would. You'd I would think like, it was. Oh. I think it would be very weird if one of you ran into my ex and didn't, didn't tell me that anything. you had a yeah. conversation with them. Right. I would never like not do that. I would absolutely. That would be, like be the, the first only thing, thing I could think about. Thing you would do. Yeah. Totally. Right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, th- okay. I hope. I hope our advice was good. Thank you again, Girl Code Batch. We hope that was helpful advice. But if you're looking for really good advice, try Affirm the next time you go online shopping. With Affirm, you can pay over time at thousands of stores like The Real Real, David Yurman, Adidas, Alice and Olivia, Rebag, Dyson Hair, and more. Whether you're shopping for one big ticket item or a few wishlist purchases, Affirm gives you a smarter and more transparent alternative to your credit card. Visit affirm.com slash betches to shop the latest in electronics, fashion, and more. Then pick the payment plan that works best for you. Aileen, you used Affirm to purchase your Peloton, right? 
Yes, it was so easy. And it didn't cost me anything to pay my Peloton over like two years. So why not do it? You know, that's great. So yeah, guys, head to affirm.com slash Betches to get started today. That's affirm.com slash Betches or download the free Affirm app, A-F-F-I-R-M for eligible customers only. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y dot com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm Betches co-founder Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, And I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, now we're going to play a game called Who Knows Our Friend Best? And to help explain how the game works and lead us through it, here's our very own producer, Dana Samuel. Dana, we're thrilled to have you on the podcast. Thrilled to be here. If anyone doesn't know, I used to be the community manager, so very in tune with the lives of 
of the founders. You know a lot about us. You know a lot about us. And I learned a lot more with this uh, game that we're going to play. <laughs> so um, for context, I sent each of them a bunch of questions, uh, basically trivia about them in their past, things they liked, things they didn't like, qualities. And we're going to see if the other two girls can guess the correct answers. So we'll just go one by one, rotate through these, and we'll start with Jordana. So I asked Jordana what her most embarrassing memory is. Aileen and Sammy, what do you think she said? When she threw the ketchup on Alexa's mom. Wait, embarrassing from what stage of life? Any stage is up for grabs. Her whole life. (laughs) I don't know how embarrassing. I don't want to. I don't know. I know one story that I don't know if Jordana wants me to share. (laughs) I'll give you. No, no, it's not a story. Let's say it's a uh, like fun fact rather than a story An embarrassing fun fact can we can we can we get some narrowed fun fact i don't Jordana. remember what i put you know i did this yesterday <laughs> my memory is going i really don't remember wow. i think i had a hard time thinking of this one so probably you guys are probably better at remembering my embarrassing memories than i am i think i blocked them okay does it have to do with a bathroom was was a bathroom related one but i didn't well, you guys are making me it. that's more embarrassing then no <laughs> you're both independently thinking of that <laughs> my, okay my guess if not the bathroom is her throwing a ketchup on alexa's mom okay i'll go with that because i don't want to go to into the bathroom story yeah no no it, it wasn't the bathroom story um dr- <laughs> I'm laughing that you can't remember like most oh, she said it was forgot. <laughs> <laughs> that she was breastfed until she was four. Oh, oh yeah yeah the fact that i remember it is embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> you I cannot believe you don't mind sharing that. That's amazing. I think you've said it on you up before. She, yeah, she I think did. I have. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, obviously I didn't want to share that, but congrats yeah. for that. <laughs> Thank you. No, I've. I mean, like, it's not. Here's the thing. Not my fault. It's really more True. embarrassing for my mom. I think. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yes. So we'll move on to Sammy. So yeah. I asked Sammy if you if she could live anywhere in the world for a year, where would it be? Switzerland. Jordana, what do you think? Um, I feel like maybe like Italy. Okay, Aileen. I don't know. You got it. You know, <laughs> Italy was my set. I was going to say Italy, but then I was like, I haven't like been there recently enough that like I feel like it's legit enough to put as an answer. So I did put Switzerland. Didn't you mountain. go with your mom? Yeah. Yeah, but we were only like in there for, for like two days. Okay. Yeah, but you, it was, it was like a significant trip for you. It, yes, it was a significant trip, but I would probably like be on a mountain somewhere. Maybe. I was going to, yeah. I, I didn't want to say Colorado because that was too, you too, You haven't been there long enough to decide. Yeah. It's not like Switzerland in Colorado. I think Switzerland is like a fancier version of Colorado. So I, it I, is. I think that he leans <laughs> That's right. That's their tagline. <laughs> Basically. Okay. <laughs> Colorado, but more pretentious. So yeah. Aileen is in the lead so far. Well, we don't have to keep score, but Aileen's winning. Um, and we'll move on to a question about Aileen. I asked her if she could only watch one movie for the rest of her life, what would it be? Oh, what's her favorite movie? <laughs> like favorite ever. I know, I know what, what her favorite would be. show is. Same. Yeah. Okay, I have like... It's not like the Rugrats like movie. Maybe like Minority Report. <laughs> it's not the like, Rugrats movie. No, you love no. <laughs> enough. Oh, I, shouldn't, I, should, yeah. I shouldn't make any faces. I really um, don't know. She I has, feel like it's like a very intense. Yeah, like The Departed, but not The yeah, Departed. Not The Departed. Yeah. When you guys were talking about my favorite show, you're in the right line. Oh, a gangster movie. Okay. Um, no, what? Oh no, the Sopranos. Not that show. 
of not the Sopranos is Goodfellas or something. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Give up. The correct answer was the big short. You guys. Oh, duh. I can't believe I didn't, oh, I didn't say yeah. that. I mean, yeah. Sammy, that's on I you. I was you thinking maybe the I don't social even like network. That. I don't but even like that movie. get to the big short. Okay, that was I stupid. can't believe you said the Rugrats movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I also have an association oh, with you and the Rugrats. In sixth grade, that like was your favorite movie. <laughs> okay, but like I, I don't choose to watch it now as an adult that I could watch it any day for the right. rest of my life. I'm 30, almost two. <laughs> I knew it. I said it. I said it wasn't the Rugrats movie. Yeah, yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we'll move back to Jordana. I asked her who would she trust most to plan her wedding, Aileen or Sammy? Oh, my God. I feel like she'd probably choose Aileen because Aileen's like much more intense. Oh, he, oh you also, I think it would be like an even, but then you consider the fact that you miss all flights and um, <laughs> yeah, planning I'm not, like, for that. Yeah, like logistically competent. It would be Aileen. Yeah. All right, that's correct. She did say Aileen. I said Aileen. She's. I think her meticulousness would be there, yeah. and also, um, I just feel like in another life, Aileen maybe could have been like a wedding planner. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So we'll move on to one about Sammy. High praise. <laughs> I asked Sammy who would be most likely to pick you up from anywhere at any hour, no questions asked, Aileen or Jordana. So it's like, who's a better friend? No. <laughs> <laughs> who's the bigger asshole? In, in one type of respect. <laughs> um i don't know either of us wait who's this question for this was for this is for yeah, sammy. About, i think sammy. would pick me up i really think it's like kind of even but i have one even. reason why it is kind of even but i have one reason Elena why has I a chose- car <laughs> <laughs> um rusty's very strict with the car schedule though so i, I would pick her up she said alien Okay. I, I I said I think Aileen and the reason is because I feel like Jordana, you might be sleeping at any hour. Like <laughs> I think you'd be any hour of the to day. be asleep. Right, right. <laughs> any hour that Jordana's I'm not, not napping. Yeah, I'm exactly. a late sleeper. I answer phone. Right, I can like, hear a phone call. Right. Like I I feel like Jordana might just be napping. So um But if Jordana were awake, we yeah, would she, equally yeah, go. Yeah, yes. equally go. Yeah. And I had a car. Yeah. <laughs> that too. Okay. So I asked Aileen, if she could pick one of you to dress her for a year, who would it be? I feel like she already answered this on DST. On and DST, she, yeah. And, she, I, and I remember that episode because she didn't choose me. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to say Sammy. It's correct. You, she did I, pick I Sammy. knew I, I wanted you guys to get it right So because oh, I remember oh, that you. question. All right. There's a few more questions for each of you. Let's try and like rapid fire them. Okay. So next one is about Jordanic. I asked her, who was her first childhood celebrity crush? This is a hard question. Maybe like, I don't know. Maybe like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Like that's like. Do you want me to give you a hint? The movie yeah. is School yeah. Ties. School Ties? I don't yeah. know. Oh, Frasier. What's his name? Oh, Brendan, Brendan Frasier. Correct. Yeah. Oh, you do like Brendan Frasier. Yeah, Brendan Frasier specifically in School yeah. Ties. He's not aged quite as well as I would have liked, but. He, was, he, plays, totally he plays a Jewish forgot. football player in School Ties, which is very. Which is, which is, <laughs> I forgot you were obsessed with Brendan Fraser. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> All right, next question. Same question, but for Sammy. Who was Sammy's childhood celebrity crush? Like Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you also give us a clue? Can you give us Bill a clue? Clinton? <laughs> this, yeah, the movie is Titanic. Oh, Leo. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I feel like that's like a fairly obvious one. Yeah, I think it was really. Hard. This is hard. 
Okay, Aileen's. Yes, Aileen. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Andy Samberg. Yes, it uh, was okay. Andy Samberg. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that was like a that was big her thing. youngest yeah. crush. That was, I can't that was remember a so, childhood crush. Yeah, the oldest. She I, could I was remember. so busy crushing on real people twenty four seven. I didn't have time to focus <laughs> on celebrities. All right, next one is Jordana. I asked her what her secret talent is that most people might not know about. She could make the monkey face. It's either like the blowing out the ears for oh. the kids <laughs> or 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 extremely flexible. Oh. can do this thing with her yes. arms. She said both. She said the monkey face and the double jointed <laughs> arms. Yeah. Wow. You guys are good. Very good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then I asked Sammy what she would say her worst habit is. You kind of a little bit touched on it, I think, back in the in the chunk oh, of the she episode. can't plan she can't pl- she misses all she can't plan the flights is that <laughs> is that what we were saying <laughs> no her worst her worst habit a, a characteristic trait trait saying. yeah she's bad at planning i guess that's kind it's of a, it's kind adjacent. of not it's yeah, adjacent. adjacent she's they're both they both sort of sort of mean that i'm bad at planning together yeah she said if we were like well let's yeah. get started <laughs> and where do we begin <laughs> In regards to getting really excited about things and then forgetting oh, about them. That's impulsive true. You definitely that are extremely impulsive. All right. And then I asked Aileen what her weirdest fear was. And she gave me a real fear and a weirdest one. So if you can guess either. I don't um, know if you'll be able it. to get this. Someone That there's a robber in your house. <laughs> doing drugs and then sitting on her dog. Like in the we wanted to get when we were in college we wanted to get a dog and Aileen had just watched the Sopranos episode where Christopher um is like high on I think like crystal meth and he like sits on the dog and kills it and then she was like you can't get a dog because you guys will like are too irresponsible and you'll like sit on my dog well now (laughs) I have two dogs so there I didn't say you couldn't get a dog ever I was just like in this apartment is not (laughs) it was was for the best that we didn't get a dog in that apartment I think I'm not gonna it was the right decision my impulsivity was showing. Your, her answer was the real fear is driving off a bridge, which that gave me oh. anxiety reading it. And her weirdest fear was being slashed by the New York subway slasher. Look it up if you haven't heard of it. It's yeah, the, we've heard of it. happened. <laughs> okay, yeah, now, okay. now it's all coming back. Yeah. And we'll just we'll jump to the last question. We can you can just sort of go around and guess for this one because it's another one that's the same for all three of you. I asked each of you what your favorite Betches milestone was. You can all share what what you said. A lot, most of them are similar. I just said thirty under thirty, but yeah, that's not I my said, only one. Like, there's so many. I said being able to pay ourselves that moment was spectacular. Moving into our new office that was really a big one. That going from WeWork to a new space was like such a cherry. Yeah, yeah. hiring our first employee that was amazing. Chloe, shout out. And <laughs> and you said the bestseller list as well, New York oh, Times bestseller list. I said yeah, all those I think, and then also the Ro- Rolling Stone put us on their top 100 Instagram accounts. Oh, that so was that was, cool. was amazing. Oh my gosh, that's great. And also this 10 year, yeah. the fact that we yes. just hit 10 years is like a crazy milestone that I still have not been able to like wrap my head around. It's nuts. You have all year. And it also means that we've graduated college 10 years ago. Like this would have been our reunion, but they emailed us that there's it's obviously virtual. no reunion. <laughs> it's on Zoom. It's so oh, well. Um, That was fun. You know each other very well. I wasn't expecting anything less. Jordana, I will be asking to see the monkey face at some point for, you know, I will show it to you. It's usually reserved for kids, but I will show it to you as a special. (laughs) (laughs) 
Thank you, Dana. Please come back. I'll be back next week. Yes, your games are the best. Thanks, Dana. Dana's the game master. She is. Camp counselor. Um, All right, that was it for our first episode of this season of At Batches. Only nine more to go this season. We'll be back next week for episode two. We'll be talking about all of our time at college. Ooh. Yes, next week we're going to continue with our story, sharing some of our favorite memories from our college days together. In the meantime, be sure to check out the newly revamped Betches.com. We just did our 10-year rebrand, and we are so excited about it. And guys, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the At Betches podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to the show. And don't forget to follow us. I'm at Aileen. And I'm at Jordana Abraham. And I'm at Sammy. And follow at Betches on Instagram. Send your advice emails to podcast at Betches.com. And until next time, this has been the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Dana Samuel. Editing by Sean Kilby and Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Betches on Instagram. And send us your emails to podcast at Betches.com. Betches.